Hi everyone, this is Luke Moroni for the Daily Property Search Podcast. And today what I'd like to talk to you all about is what is the February RP data report telling us? This is podcast number 81. And before I get into that, just a disclaimer that this podcast is for general purposes only and should not be regarded as financial or legal advice. Make sure you get your own independent advice when it comes to investing. So let's get on this topic of the February RP data report. Now, RP data is um, a well-recognized data source when it comes to property sales, um, property reports, property research in the industry. So it's something that we rely on in terms of the research that we're doing, forward thinking and planning and strategize that we do as property buyers agents to think about where the direction of the property markets around Australia are going. What do we need to keep our eye on? What do we need to assess with what's going on? So a couple of key points that I reflected on upon this particular report. And if you're interested to get your hands on this report, I'm, I'm happy to forward that on to you. Please send me an email at luke, well, luke at searchpartyproperty.com.au or you can um, give me a call on my number, which is 0400-332-377. So into those points, point number one is in regards to the declines that we're seeing in the Sydney and Melbourne property market, which totaled as a negative of 4.1% in the past three months. Now that takes Sydney down 13.2% since its peak in July of 2017. The 4.1% decline in the last three months, if you annualize that out, we're looking at a 16% decline in the Sydney property and Melbourne property markets moving forward. So it'll be interesting to see how how things go. We had a decline in, in the Sydney property prices and the Melbourne property prices around that 9-10% last year. There's a chance that we could go another 9-10%, maybe even more this year. There's going to have to be some sort of turnaround in government policy or lending policy that's out there to really change things up. And well, as I sort of mentioned earlier on this year, I had a belief that Melbourne was going to really catch up to Sydney in terms of those declines. And in actual fact, we're seeing that come through right now in some of the, the reports that have been put forward by RP Data, which is getting a sense that there's more property on the market in Melbourne and less buyers out there. Similar situation in Sydney, but in regards to Melbourne, there's more of it happening, which is leading us to further declines in the Melbourne property market, which they didn't have as much last year as Sydney did. So Sydney was the first one to really uh, suffer in those declines and Melbourne followed on a very short time later. So we're seeing that happen in regards to this particular time in, well, I guess this time in the cycle, but a, a number of key things that are happening in the industry, in the economy, um, in terms of lending as well. So it's just important to keep your eyes on this and it's really going to have an effect on further consumer confidence that is around. It's probably going to have an effect on government and how they're going to turn things around or have an influence on how people are actually spending their money and transacting properties because numbers are down significantly. And if you look at some of the declines from these reports, a lot of those declines are actually greater than we saw in 2011 or back in during that time during the GFC. And even 
back in towards, you know, back to the early 90s. So we've got situations where we haven't seen, a, you know, the, this kind of declines for some time. And, you know, the last time we had a recession was 20, you know, almost 20, it's 27, 28 years ago now. The recession we had to have as, as per Paul Keating, if you were around and alive at that stage or of age to understand what was going on. But there was, that was our last recession. Things have been good for so long, um, especially in Sydney and Melbourne property markets. You know, we've had our ups and downs, but the, this time it just seems to be that little bit different. So we've just got to reflect on what is happening. And that kind of leads me to the next point. So point number two is in regards to our declines in lending, which has led us to declines in transactions. And if you have a look at some of the transaction numbers in Sydney and Melbourne, we're down 20 to 22% in those two cities in the last 12 months. And we're actually down in terms of transactions by 40%, well, in, in terms of lending, I should say, by 40% um, from its 2015 peak. So transactions are down, but lending in the last 12 months is down by 20 to 22% and down by 40% in 2015. If you listen to some of my uh, recent podcasts, I talked about the brakes being put on by APRA, which is the Australian Prudential Regulatory Authority, back in 2015. And then it was a case for, for a couple of months, things got a little bit tighter, and I thought this would be the end of the, the, the boom in the property cycle. But they let the lever off, so the brake came off, and allowed the property market to go really well through 2016 and the start of 2017. But then what happened is they put the brake on, then they pulled the handbrake up with the Royal Commission coming through and that, that tighter lending happening just before the Royal Commission was put in place as well. So the banks really did hammer down the ability for people to get loans during that time and that's why we're seeing those declines of 20% in the last 12 months and 40% in the last, well, we're looking at four years now. So that's where we've got to really think about those transaction numbers, um, the ability for people to actually not have a, a, to lend money and the actual, what is related in, in the actual declines in transaction numbers. So we're seeing little properties actually going on the market at the moment, but at the same time, less people buying um, and we're seeing you know, less property being put to auction, less people out there. It always seems to be less, less, less. So that's a reflection I got out of this report, and I'm trying to search for that positive news through the report. And that leads me to the next point in regards to, are there any pro positives within the report that RP Data are setting forward? Well, there's the, a couple of things that are reflected on. We've got immigration rates still remaining high in Australia. We're seeing a, an influx. And as we go on in time, the long-term sense of growth in Australia, the Australian market, especially in those capital city markets, well, reflecting on Sydney and Melbourne, we're going to see growth in future. There's more population. People are going to need places to live. So it will turn around. I just don't think it's anytime soon. Um, on reflection of what is happening right now. So immigration numbers are high. We're also seeing interest rates at all-time lows. Um, and we there's a sense at the marketplace where fixed interest rates seem to be declining from some of the lenders out there. 
they are probably getting a sense that the RBA, the Reserve Bank of Australia, are going to reduce rates in the coming months. So I guess they're out there reflecting that in the marketplace. And when we normally see this sort of activity happening, we normally see cutting rates. So that's their, how they're speculating the market to go. So it's going to be attractive for people that can borrow money. But the problem is that not a lot of people can borrow money with this tight lending restrictions at the moment. So something to be really aware about. So that's just a couple of things that I'm getting from the report at the moment. Uh, love to for you, for anyone to review this report and get a really good idea of what's really happening in the marketplace. So if you do want that report, do email me or do call me. And my number is 0400-332-377. Happy to share those details and even discuss that report with you or look at your personal circumstances when it comes to investing. Hopefully that helps and thanks for tuning in. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.